Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Guess what? Trump is in town. So, people, we have some folks on the ground right now watching El Señor Trump. Come on in. So, without further ado, let's see if we can get the screen up. I think we can. I think we can. Hey, Colby Wright. How you doing, Colby? I'm doing well. Well, you know, I mean, you guys are out there protesting. I guess Trump is in town. What is he doing in town anyway? He's grifting. Oh, he's <laughs> he's here to collect some money. Who's out there with you? I saw some good old signs out there. Oh, yes. Let's see. Oh, wow. Well, that's on the reverse. Let me see if I can read it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to read backways. I'm gonna because you're using your front oh, end camera. Yeah, oh, we need to use a front camera. There we go. There we go. Progress or chaos? That is what we want. We want progress, guys. And what's the other? What's the other sign? Uh, let's see. What time does it start? More indictments than IQ points. I love that. I love that. I love that. What else have we got? Oh, well, we also have our love Trump name. And never Trump again. I, I love that. It's still early, so you guys are a bit early for the uh, for the um, for Trump being here. What time does he get there? I mean, what time are the people going to come outside to rally? At four o'clock. At four o'clock. OK, well, great. Yes, Let me tell you. Let me tell you this, Colby. Let me go ahead and get on with the show. And can I get? Can I ask you to call back in with the link back in with us at about three thirty? Three thirty sounds good. All right, great. See, let's see more people at, at the Trump people show up. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Anyway, folks, that those are our proteges out there with the what again? Uh, Trump is in town, and as usual, what we have now is we're saying. We're not going to let anything go uncovered going forward. Anyway, folks, we got a great show for you today. That was bringing our Trump folks online. Uh, I need to get a few things straight here uh, before we get started. And I am going to do that right now. We need to do some sharing. I wanted to get them on before we could um, we got, got any of this done. Anyway, how are my peeps doing? Eric Hayes is in the house. Bridge MCP is in the house. Yeah, this is in Texas. Uh, according to what uh, Colby says, he's out here grifting, meaning he's out here looking for some dollars. And, uh, you know, uh, coming to Texas for Trump and getting some dollars is uh, is almost a gimme. They're always willing to give Tex uh, give Trump and uh, uh, Cruz and all those guys monies around here. So I'm pretty sure he's loving it here in Texas. And that's the reason he's here. Anyhow. Uh, as we get started here, um, I want I, I want to cover a few subjects. But beforehand, let me welcome everybody. Uh, Bruce Pollard is in the house. Oh, boy. No vote or give dollars. Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got Michael Rudden is in the house. El, hola, Senor Rudden. We also have AC Rodriguez in the house. E2247. Paul Fleming from uh from Atlanta, Georgia, E2247. I can never remember where you're from, E2247. Yvette Avery Harrod says, hello, PDR Posse afternoon. 
PDR Posse. We're going to have a great show for you today. Anyhow, folks, anyhow, folks, uh, let me read what Michael says. On my way home from the eye doctor routine checkup, don't worry, those eye drops missing with my vision, though. All blurry, need to lie down soon as I get home. I know they kind of dilate your eyes so that they can look on the inside. I've done that so many times for the cataract surgery that I had. Uh, let's see what else. Come on, Miles, start working. We also have that the Rangers, the, 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 the World Series stays in Texas. If the Astros couldn't do it, guess what? The Rangers did. I'm not a Ranger fan, but hey, it's kind of funny. Bruce Pollard is in the house and sure is asking Berto anything this weekend. Yes, we're going to have Ask Egberto Anything this weekend, and I'll put the link up later on. Eric, remind me to put the link up near the end of the show. And Paul Fleming says, just in, Uber and Lyft agreed Thursday to pay a combined $328 million for withholding money from drivers. Uber agreed to pay $290 and Lyft $38 million in what the New York Attorney General Letitia James called the largest wage theft settlement her office has ever secured. I wonder how much that turns out to be per... After the lawyers get paid, how much does each driver get? That would be interesting. Lee Grant says, hey, y'all, big PDR posse. Welcome to President Trump. Yeah, we welcome President Trump. He gives us material all the time. Anybody want to call in? 281-823-7747. 281-823-7747. We had the honor of speaking with Alist Alistair Waters this morning on our morning show at KPFT. So, all of Houston and the metropolitan area heard the great thoughts coming from our own Alistair Waters this morning. Norman Reynolds is in the house. Norman, how are you doing, my brother? Great to hear you. Great to see you. Great to see you here. Lee Grant says, Texans are friendly. So welcome the President Trump from the posse. Yes, I guess so, Lee. You can welcome him. Most of us can't do it. It actually gives us, it, it, it actually makes us really, 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 really sick. So we can't do it. We can't do it. Paul Fleming says, emboldened by towering corporate profits, UPS drivers, Hollywood writers, auto workers, and others made ambitious demands. Many considered unattainable using new tactics and take advantage of tight labor and shifting views on organized labor. One by one, they won big. Yes, they won big. Rachel is here, says, hi to Ash. All is good, recovering well. Our brother, PDR Posse, Bruce Pollard is on the mend, and his daughter, his beautiful daughter, Rachel Pollard, is there with him, helping him. Actually, I know he could take care of himself, but having his beautiful daughter with him saying, Daddy, there's nothing like a daughter saying, Daddy, to make you better. We know that's why you really have her there, Bruce. We know the truth. Tom, Tom says, recovering from RSV vaccination yesterday. With headache and pains. Got COVID and flu vaccine earlier. Still believe in vaccines. Ashley and I, Linda had her flu vaccine. She hasn't had her COVID. Ashley and I are going to try to get her COVID vaccine in sometimes this week. I hope. I really want to. Uh, let's see what else we got here. All is good. All is good. Anyway, folks. Um, Tommy Tuberville. He got a beating yesterday from E2247 first. Says, I am from Maya Santa Cruz. I got to remember that Maya Santa Cruz de Bravo and Oneida. Maya Santa Cruz de Bravo and Oneida. Tengo que recordar esto. I love the name, though. I had a, a good friend. Her name was Oneida. You know, so absolutely so. Absolutely so. How many is it five shots for you, Egberto, or more? I've already had. 
uh, let's see, the main shot, two boosters, two other boosters. I think I've had five shots. And I am going to have another one along with the flu shot. And yes, the pharmaceuticals are making a killing, but we need to take it from them. Paul Fleming says, Senator Tommy Tuberville, spokesperson asked anti-abortion groups to make clear GOP senators risk primary challenges if they support an effort to overcome his military holds over a Pentagon abortion policy, according to an email obtained by Politico. It's a rare move from a senator to float primaries against their own party members and rarer still for staffers to do so. Oh, I love it. I love what's going on in the Republican Party. So it'll be taken care of. Let's see. Paul says five for me and I've already taken my flu shot. I am guilty for not having taken it yet, Paul. But, you know, you're putting it on me. Let's see. Every case says, I think Mr. B has had seven or more. I don't know how many he's had, but I don't know how that is relevant to me. But anyhow, Tuberville. Tuberville. Well, I tell you what, it is not Tuberville's fault. I want everybody to get that straight. It is our democracy. It is our democracy. Uh, let's see. Breed says three House reps quitted. No more elections for them. They said this is not their party anymore. Lee Grant said thanks to President Trump for fast forwarding vaccine development and distribution. Uh, we need to give credit where it's due. Of course, he did it for fiscal, not fiscal, for personal monetary reasons. But let me just point out that the vaccines weren't, let's say, developed 100% under Trump. mRNA vaccines have been under development for decades. And in fact, the, the technology didn't just come out during the pandemic. What happens is the actual, it's a map. And you, you design each of these vaccines are now designer vaccines. You have to find something on the virus that the vaccine can hook, that you can teach your immune system to hook onto that thing. And you have to make sure that whatever you're hooking onto doesn't look like some other important chemical in your body. That's the real trick in vaccines, right? Whatever that thing is going to be, whatever it's going to be looking for, you have to teach the immune system to look for something, but it better not be something that you need. And that is where the experimentation comes as you're developing and trying to find what's the best way to define the virus that you want to attack. Look, I'm no virologist, but I read the material. All right. Uh, let's see what else we see. I... Uh, 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 okay, uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got here? Eric K says vaccines have never been FDA approved, have they? I don't know. I If I answered that, I would be lying. Paul Fleming says the Democrats need to end the tradition and bring the laws of the Senate to meet today's need for the American people that will end the madness. Okay, and because you said that, Paul, I am going to play that video first because you nailed it brother fleming you nailed it today joe scarborough went ballistic on tuberville tommy tuberville the ex uh, football coach who is holding back several hundred officers who need to be approved by the senate he's holding them back one senator has the ability to stop 
progress in the Senate. And, you know, uh, Joe Scarborough and his panel, they completely destroyed the senator. Even Republican Senate's la- senators last night went onto the floor and one after the other, as they brought up a particular uh, officer to be confirmed and t- and to prevail, voted them down. One person, one senator voted it down because every senator has the ability to put a hold on 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 these these things going forward on just about any bill. One senator can stop it from coming to the floor. And it's amazing because um, so what we have is Scarborough really attacking Tuberville uh, and and trying to tell, say that he's putting the holding the American military hostage and he's prevented all these officers from getting placed, uh, getting nominated, not nominated, but getting approved for for uh, serving. I want you to listen to this. Then we'll take it on the other side because I have another take. And I remember even then that we were it was a it was a, a political science course on, on Soviet history. And, you know, we're talking about Cold War and everything. And this professor happened to have a lot of experience dealing with the Soviets. He goes, they look at our soldiers, regardless of what you hear, they think they're seven feet tall. They'll never say it. They're scared to death of American Marines. They want no part of it. And you know what's changed in all that? And nothing. Nothing, because the Chinese are scared of our military. The Russians are scared of our military. The North Koreans are scared of our military. The world is scared of our military. They quake in fear. The only people that don't seem to respect our military right now are Republicans on Capitol Hill and the guy who's going to be the next president of the United States if the Republicans have their way. It is grotesque. They stand alone in the world in their disrespect for the strength and the power and the might of America's armed services. What a brand on that. Well well said, sir. Beyond the grotesqueness of it, the stupidity of it. There's one, one thing that pretty much everybody agrees on, Republican, Democrat, of course, I'm not, not, not these knuckleheads, is a respect and a love and a reverence for military. I can go forward to 2024 and basically think about an entire campaign, military for Joe Biden, military for Democrats, have a campaign called Generally Speaking, where I get every general to come forward. And they are, as we already have, and just come forward and said, I understand the importance of readiness. I understand the importance of defending our country. And, and by the way, I understand better than you, because as, as the senator said, we were in Fallujah. Yeah. Right. We, we, were, we were fighting uh, across Afghanistan and in Iraq, Tommy Tuberville, while you were sitting there playing Appalachian State. So- now, I have a question for you. This is not constitutional. What's occurring here? This is a choice. This is a choice of the Senate to operate in this manner, which gives the power of one senator, un senador, one senator to stop the progress. So are we going to say that we have a functioning democracy where we can allow one senator to put the entire military at risk by preventing the promotion of people onto uh, the, uh, the ascension of people, officers into the fold. One senator, what kind of a democracy is that? That one senator, one 330th million of America 
His will gets done. That is a flawed democracy. So while, while we have Scarborough talking about how bad this one senator is, I'm saying we should have a country where one senator could be as horrendous as possible. We should be able to have one senator that is even a Lincoln Pope. But we should not have a democracy where one senator can hold back the entire nation. Just like we had a Congress where we couldn't elect a speaker and that one, that part of Congress that held the entire country hostage could stop the flow of information. How is that possible? It tells you that one, in the case of Tupperville, the Senate has horrendous rules that are undemocratic. In the case of the House, there are flaws in our Constitution that allows these things to occur. So when we are out there promoting democracy and promoting democracy following the tenets of the United States, we ought to be careful because what we are showing is if you have Neanderthals that are the ones executing your constitution, they can actually prove all the flaws that it has, which are many. A constitution can be written that doesn't allow one senator from crippling the government, one party in the minority from crippling the government, one set of judges from preventing laws to be effected. It's a flawed system. And when we are promoting democracy, we should have the humility to understand that this system designed back several hundred years ago is so flawed that it is now not functional. Take a look at what's occurring in our government today. And until we decide to elect people that are sensible and we hope get them elected without the current crop of, you know what, in office, preventing them from being elected, we are in trouble. Our democracy is in trouble. And whenever you pat yourself on the back claiming you are so good and so infallible, what ultimately occurs is there are those there to prove you wrong. We need to fix our democracy. We definitely need to fix our democracy. And there we have on the screen from Bridge MCP. Uh, of course, you guys know that Ken Buck from Colorado and Kay Granger from Texas. These two Republicans decided, I can't take it anymore. No lo puedo tomar ya. Ya no lo puedo tomar. I can't take it anymore. So... Here is a funny, the little funny coming from Bridge MCP that she found, and it says the following, a cartoon by Ward Sutton for Counterpoint. In this perilous moment for our democracy, it's more important than ever that we non-conspiratorial Republicans stick together. That is what Ken Buck said in the comic. And then, of course, uh, the Kay Granger, a Republican of Texas, she says, agreed. We must stick together. And guess how they stick together? I'm, I'm narrating this for our podcast listeners. That's where most of our people listen. And the, so the podcast listeners, what then happens? I quit, says Ken Buck. Me too, says Kay Granger. So we're sticking together. We are quitting together. 
Because we can't take this. We can't take this anymore. Oh, my God. Breach has another one that she wants me to put up. Let's go ahead and see if that one I can put up as well. Because, you know, every now and then she comes with something. or not. Actually, you always bring clean ones. All right, let's go ahead and put that one up as well. She also put up, please stop trying to fix this Republican Party. It can't be fixed. Stop, think, stop thinking it can be reformed. It can't be reformed. Stop trying to explain how it got this way. We no longer care. Just defeat it. That's it. Our only job now is to defeat this Republican Party. That's all. Let me tell you what's so scary about that statement. And this is for our podcasters as well. Let me tell you what's so scary about that statement. That statement was put out by Joe Walsh. Anybody remembers Congressman Joe Walsh? Joe Walsh was a nutcase. Joe Walsh was a nutcase when he served. And that the Republican Party has become nuttier than Joe Walsh? It tells you something. I've written a lot about Joe Walsh. Go to egbertowillies.com and put Joe Walsh in the, uh, in the search, and you'll see the things that have come up, that will come up about Joe Walsh. It is astounding that Joe Walsh says this. All right, let's see what our peeps are saying. Eric Hayes says, just saying, on the Democracy Talk gaslighting, also called coercive control, historically referred to extreme psychological manipulation to commit an individual to a psychiatric institution or cause mental illness with intent to brainwash. Um, I don't know where you're going with that, but I'm trying to tell you we need to get our democracy fixed. And if you don't agree with that, that's a problem. That's a problem. All right. AC Rodriguez said, yes, it affects readiness of the military and the chain of command. What Tuberville is doing, if military leaders cannot be in place when they're needed, then it affects by definition our nation. All right. Uh, Lee Grant says, Maywood to Lee Grant says, let's hear you define woke and explain what you think it is right or wrong. Well, I am a very woke person and I am concerned for those who decide or choose not to be woke. Woke means you're aware. Woke means you're in the know. So, folks, let's all be woke. Don't don't do don't allow Republicans to do what they like to do with words. And that is to make a good word become bad. Remember how they had real progressives running away from the word liberal? In other words, they made liberal into a bad word until some of us started saying we are recovering it. We are liberals. Well, I, I don't like to call myself a liberal because it's not sufficiently left for me. I am a progressive. But I, if, if a progressive includes liberal plus more. So a liberal plus, I consider a progressive. So I'm a liberal plus. All right. Lee Grant says vaccinations are certainly a net benefit, but there are no slam dunk and no rhetoric can change that. I don't think any of us are saying vaccines are slam dunks. We don't believe that. But you know what? It does save lives. If you doubt it, well, I, I'll be concerned. Uh, Eric Hay, or rather this now from AC Rodriguez, uh, you answered your own question and proved your point. It was approved at some point, and that just the one vaccine we're talking about. You Google, if you Google search if vaccines are approved, then they will give you a list of FDA approvals. There you go. All right, Eric Hay says, Bridge MCP, but you and others do 
whatever to bash and defeat Bad Orange Boogie. No, 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 no. I think Orange Boogeyman has done it all on his own. Unfortunately, there are still people who follow him. Uh, Bruce Pollard says, uh, or a famous musician, and then he says, reading why the uh, the Republican Party was formed and has strayed freely, uh, that purpose means it has served its purpose and should be disbanded. Makes sense. I mean, what a lot of people don't realize is, imagine the Republican Party under Abraham Lincoln signed the proclamation, Emancipation Proclamation, right? Also, it was instrumental. The Republican uh, uh, kind of, you know how that goes. Let's see. Uh, things have kind of died down a bit. Not as many Trumpers walking by. Ah, well, that's okay. You can, uh, I, I tell you what, I'll, I'll, when Colby calls back in, uh, you know, we, uh, we'll, we'll ask Colby to just go ahead and give us uh, a short update. Uh, let me go ahead and tell him that he can provide. You can give us, give us a short update. Uh, you know, when, when, when you're in the field, you never know what's going on. And we have great folks out there. All right, let's see what else we have here. Um, AC Rodriguez uh, says, hey, is not sure what really means or how it's particular to what you're talking about and questioning. Uh, we have Bridge MCP says he brought it on to himself, lied and divided and brainwashed people. He didn't start the fire, but he stroked the racist flames and there he was. Carl Cox is in the house. Welcome, Carl Cox. I haven't seen you in a while. He said, make changes to the Constitution. If not, it will make it easier for one senator, a majority of judges, and a bunch of lunatics in U.S. Congress to destroy the American democracy. There is absolutely no doubt about that. And they're doing a good job of it right now, right now around the world. I wish more of us would read foreign newspapers. Because if you read foreign newspapers or you get information from uh, the foreign sources, you would see that when 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 Biden got into the fold, okay, uh, when Biden got into the fold, it turned out that our respect zoomed up. But now they are scared again, and the reason they're scared again. Is because uh, they don't know where we are, and they feel that there's a possibility that uh, Trump could actually get reelected. And I am saying there is a possibility that Trump could get reelected. Just get in here and listen in. Alistair Waters, for the second time of the day, great to see you, Alistair Waters. Lee Grant says, I agree with, the, with uh, DeSantis. What you see now with the rise of this woke ideology is an attempt to really delegitimize our history and to delegitimize our institutions. And I view the wokeness as a form of cultural Marxism. They really want to tear at the fabric of our society. All right. What I would love to do is have a cup of coffee with Lee Grant and so forth and try to find out what are we trying to delegitimize. When we talk about how this country was formed, let people understand how this country was formed. Is that delegitimization or is that truth? Isn't that history? So people don't repeat the same mistake. When we talk about slavery, when we talk about the indigenous people and, 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 and the trail of tears and, what, and many parts of history that have been denied those who participated in this country, when we talk about 
the institutions today that are failing Americans. How is that wokeness? I think what, what many people want to do is they want those who have been aggrieved to simply shut up. They want you to say, just take your, your grievance and shut up. An institution that is built on hurt and harming and hurting others. How great is it? We must make it great. If we are to make America great, as, as many want to say America is, we must atone for the things that we've done. And, and, and hiding, hiding behind wokeness is not going to solve that problem. Trying to forget that the reason our indigenous populations are in the conditions that they are in is because of what the people did to them, what folks with armament did and move them on to Bantu stands. Bantu stands are what, if for, for those who don't know, Bantu stand is what occurred in apartheid nations, okay? But anyhow, uh, we're going to temporarily interrupt the program to bring the activists that are currently in the field into our fold. So uh, I want to go ahead and bring uh, Colby back into our system here. I think he's on now. Colby, 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 how are you doing? And uh, did Trump leave? Uh, no, well, we're enjoying the uh, fresh air and sunshine out here. And I'm with uh, Melissa McDonough, who is running for Congressional District 38, trying to get Wesley MAGA Hunt out of office. And uh, there is a guy with a giant cardboard Donald Trump mask on walking by. That's very strange. Yeah, well, hey, Melissa, it's great to have you here. I, I can't I, let me see your face, Melissa. There you go. Uh, now, who is it that uh, great to see you here? I mean, I know you can't hear me very well, but let me just ask you, um, who are you running against again? And what district are you running in? I'm running against current Congressman Wesley Hunt in Texas, in the new Texas Congressional District 38, which is northwest Harris County. Well, I mean, we need more good, progressive Democrats in the system right now as a part of our delegation. So tell our our audience, specifically the audience in your district, what you're going to bring to the district. Well, first of all, we need to get out the chaos, take the chaos out. We have so much more in common than what divides us. And this is not a red problem or a blue problem. It's a purple solution. We need to get rid of the aisle, have everybody sit alphabetical and get along and get the people's work done because that's what's not happening. The people's business, they pay, we all pay taxes. We pay for these people to go to Congress and they're not getting it done. Currently, Wesley Hunt doesn't even show up for roll call one out of four times. We are not being represented even. Now, let me ask you, Melissa, your platform, Give me the, the four major tenets of your platform so people know exactly why they should vote for you. And also, I'd like to know the demographics of your district, the R versus I versus D. R versus D. Okay, so we're R plus 12, but we have a lot of pink and a lot of navy blue. So it's very pocketed. And as far as platforms, here's what's different about my campaign. Uh, first of all, I've been lobbying in Congress since 2004. And your platform should say what 38 initiative is. Not let's pick a platform and say these are the four things we're going to go after. 
38 needs to tell us, this is what we want you to do. This is the job we want you to do. And that's the hearings and the committees that I need to get on in order to do 38's job. On our website, we have broken down every issue. They're all issues. But 38, which ones do you want me to fight first? That's the question. So we want to hear from 38. Okay, it seems like we uh, we we kind of lost them for temporarily so. So I'm pretty sure he will attempt to reconnect where I can ask her specifically, you know, the question that I always ask, which is what is uh, what is your platform relative to healthcare? So as soon as they chime back in, we will be we, we, we'll continue to ask her those questions every now and then we have that dropout in real time. This happens when you're doing real time radio. So what I'm going to do is continue with the program, continue with the questions and statements that you guys make. And as soon as they reconnect, we'll go back to her and ask her a few more questions. Anyway, AC Rodriguez says to Lee Grant, Lee Grant agreed that they are a net benefit. Hey, look at something we agreed on. We do have to remember that 99% of science is not a slam dunk. It's building consensus on the most likely correct answer. And that has to do with the vaccines that uh, that our, our, our brother on the right, who is Lee Grant, uh, acknowledges that it does right. All right, continuing with the statements that our good folks are making. Uh, actually, I consider myself moderately conservative. This is May Wood, but I'm also progressive. Progressive is actually pro-business, pro-growth. It's the neoliberals and the libertarians who are bad for business. Why are they bad for business? Because their economic tenets are actually pretty, pretty bad. I mean, I want to, I want folks to realize people have been knocking the amount of money that was thrown into the economy by President Biden. And I think there's one thing that we proved. Uh, for the longest time, we threw all of that money into the economy without inflation. It's only when the corporate sector figured out that there were specific things they could use to justify, to justify uh, this that it occurred. And let me just tell them to call back uh, or to call back in. Anyway, it is, it is amazing to me that the only reason we got inflation, on, on, unlike all the other crap that you have been hearing, the only reason we got inflation was because, was because the corporate sector found an excuse to blame it on. And if you doubt it, just look at the, the, the just look at the tables. Look at your profits. Look at these all these no, no, other concepts and you'll figure it out. All right, you guys are back. Melissa, I'm not done with you yet with your questions, Melissa. Yes, I we am were not talking, we're talking about platforms. Yes. And we thus far from 38 about healthcare on all levels, from women's healthcare to our children, our elders. And our vets, we do not do well taking care of them. So that's a focal point that we really need to get on. It should have been done already, but Wesley Hunt voted against that. So until we get there, we got to keep plugging on. So we got to keep going to D.C. Melissa, Another I, I, before you continue, I want to challenge you on health care. Can you hear me yeah. well? Because this is going to be a challenge, okay? You are in a R plus 12 district. 
it is usually rumored that somehow these uh, R plus R plus districts are anathema to things like health care for all, etc. However, that's not true. The reality is that most people would love to see a well-designed healthcare for all system that keep their doctors private with a single payer system. Will you buck the system and actually go out there as a Democrat unfearful of, of stating the fact, not what the insurance companies want you to say, but what America actually wants? Will you do that? Absolutely. Actually, I started lobbying for that back in 2004. That was before Obama took office. But I remember signing even Judge Poe at the time for health care for everyone, an American health care program. And even Judge Poe, when I lobbied him, signed at that time to have that because Harris County wants that. It hasn't changed. People's health hasn't all of a sudden miraculously gotten better. It's gotten worse. Well, excellent. So continue with your platform. I just wanted to get that out, get that from you to see if we're on the same wavelength to see if, because that is what America wants. Continue, please, Melissa. Well, just another note on the healthcare that I have found that most people are not aware of is that currently 50% of the counties in Texas no longer have an OBGYN or nurse practitioner. In Texas, 50%, where do those women get prenatal care? They do not. Where do they deliver babies? In the ER. Where do women get screening for their cancer? I mean, we just came out of October when we talked about breast cancer awareness. 50% of our counties in Texas can't even get that screening. That is ridiculous. We have got to change that. Well, I, I'm glad that we have somebody that's really going to go out there and do this. Let me, let me tell you, I am of the belief that if you campaign hard, I'm of the belief that if you go to Republican homes, I mean, a lot of what the Democratic Party wants you to do is just bring out your base. Uh, in an R plus 12, your base ain't going to do it in an R plus 12. In an R plus 12, you've got to build not your base, but you have to build the trust of the people. Whoops. It'll come back. It'll come back. It'll come back. We lost them a bit. Uh, because I, I want to get them back. I want to get them back because I think that's a good conversation. That's a very good conversation. And for those on podcasts, this is what happens when you get uh, when you get live shows. Every now and then, this kind of stuff happens. But anyway, um, so I have another video to show you, but I want to finish the discussion with the potential probable congresswoman. And then we'll go to the last video, which is it, it, it's one to my heart. So let's wait for them to uh, check back in and we'll do that. Uh, let's see. E2247 says better to throw all the dollar signs. All right. She's back. Hey, she's back. You're back. Come on in. You're back. We keep, we keep getting dropped, but we just got joined by somebody. Uh, the mirror mode works fine here with this, right? Oh, yeah. I love that. Is that a Trump supporter? Oh, no, no, no. This is not a Trump supporter. Oh, okay. Let me see what it says. Oh, whoa. I love it. Oh, I didn't I did see the sign. That is a good sign. That is, that is a good sign. Love it. Love it. All right. Bring me, the, bring me the potential congresswoman. We were having a great discussion. I want to speak to her. Yeah. Oh, Melissa. Melissa. Let me tell you what I would like to see. As an activist... Uh, who is in the media as an activist, 
who work with a whole lot of people on the ground. We want you to win. And we want you to show America something that they don't see. Engage everybody. Disregard Absolutely. what the Democratic Party is saying right now as far as just bringing the base out and go talk to everybody, love on everybody, and make everybody know that you care. That wins votes. And that actually wins people. This business of Congress is about people. It's not red or blue. It's people. So we need to start talking to our neighbors. We need to start loving each other and figuring out where that common ground is. Because that's the only way Congress is going to be moved forward. And I, and, and I, I, see, I see within your tonality that you have the ability to do that. So all I'm going to ask of you, and I know a lot of us activists will ask of you, is go out there and talk to everybody, respect everybody, and be a part of uh, folks' lives. They will reward you. You will change I- some- I appreciate that, and I I appreciate that, and as an activist, I'm saying thank you. Thank you for what you do. Every single voice, every single vote, it matters. It matters so much, and if there's ever an opportunity that that you have where I can come out and just listen, that's what I love to do. I love to hear people's stories, and I like to hear where they are in their story. Absolutely. So, well, look, Melissa, it's been my pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I'm not going to say good luck because I don't believe in luck. Go, go get it. Go get it. (laughs) Go take it. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you. Colby, Colby, Colby. Thank you for bringing this uh, live feed to us. I appreciate all the hard work that you do, all the data that you collect. We need a lot more activists like you, brother. You keep doing what you do. I'm going to keep doing it. Hey, just one last thing. I just want to show you. Do you see behind me? Yes. All this traffic was created because two exits have been blocked off for Trump. Amazing. There's a a Chick-fil-A down the street. All All the employees are standing around outside because there's no customers because Trump has blocked off the uh, entry. And Spring Creek Barbecue, I know that you're an independent and you're a small business and that's who we want to help. Right now, today, you are losing money and you're paying your employees to still... All right. Thank you so kindly. Well, it looked like we lost them again. I think that is about the last loss that we're going to have for now. But anyway, folks, look, um, it, you know, we, we started using our, our technology to bring live coverage into the program. And I, I think for the first time, except for the system, it worked just fine. Anyway, let's see. Yes. Restream from FV is down. I didn't know that. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Anyway, folks, um, uh, let me tell you. This is important. I've told you guys on the Israeli, Hamas, Palestine, uh, Gaza issue that there are only few, a few hosts that are worth listening to in totality. And one of them is Ayman Mohel Dean. I want you to listen to this interview here and then we will take it on the other side. I think we'll get it there right now. Former Ambassador Mark Regev, I think he was the ambassador in uh, the UK, and now he's an advisor to Netanyahu. He's doing the rounds all over TV, and he goes on and he says that uh, when asked about the slaughter that has occurred in Gaza, the amount of dead children, 3,000 plus so far, was asked, um, you know, isn't Israel going to create more 
terrorists by by doing that by the unmitigated slaughter of these people by bombing them into the ground. And uh, you know he was flippant about it, and he said. What Israel is doing is protecting its land. He called the people who killed the 1,400 Israelis justifiably savages, criminals, killers. But I think it is time for him to look in the mirror for those who are effecting the, the killings, a lot more killings than what's, what occurred in Israel. I think it's time for him to look at it. Let's listen to this exchange between Ayman Mohayadin and um, the host of uh, the, the program here, because I, I think it is instructive for those who just are flippant about it. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Images that you see are just uh, wrenching and those are the lucky ones. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge question about how you even begin to choose when you have suffering in the order of magnitude that we have heard happening in Gaza. We know that uh, Jabalia refugee camp, uh, IDF launched a strike on that refugee camp. There are 116,011 refugees registered there. Hundreds were injured in the Israeli airstrike. Um, Israel said they killed a Hamas commander, Ibrahim Biari, in that in that strike. Um, the United Nations is saying that the attack on that refugee camp could amount to a war crime. Amen. One of many allegations that I've made throughout the course of the past several days. And here's why. Um, in part, because if you look at the way the bombardment has been taking place across the Gaza Strip, nowhere, and I mean nowhere, is safe. Israel told people to move to the south. The south was bombed. They have taken shelter in certain places like a church. The church was bombed. In a refugee camp where people think they might be safe, they're bombed. So at the end of the day, the challenge that has become very apparent in what international lawyers and human rights organizations are talking about is proportionality and to what extent you expect the people in this camp to be aware of what is happening to them or what is happening underneath them at any given mo moment. If you are, uh, uh, you know, on the face of it, accepting the Israeli argument that they were doing this to target uh, a single individual. But keep in mind, and we've seen this, we've seen surveillance video of, of home cameras. And I had this on my show over the weekend where a young boy was just standing adjacent to a building. The building gets knocked out and ultimately the child uh, is buried underneath the rubble. And that's why people use the term collective punishment, because you are not aware of who else is in your vicinity at any given moment. Right. And Israel says that they warn people and they tell people to leave. In some cases, it's five minutes. Some cases um, it's a phone call. They've been dropping leaflets, but people feel like they don't have anywhere to go that is safe. We've spoken to a lot of people, for example, the Al Jazeera Arabic uh, a bureau chief whose family was killed. He heeded Israel's warnings. He moved his family out of the northern part of the Gaza Strip. He moved them to the southern part below the specific line that they told him to. And what happened? The building next to where his family was seeking refuge was targeted by Israel, and he lost his wife, a daughter, a son, and a grandson. It is a story that is repeating itself time and time again every day throughout this war, that innocent people, civilians, men, women, and children, elderly, are paying the price, and there is no single safe space in the entire Gaza Strip. Yeah, if you focus just on the lives of children who have been lost, 3,600 children reportedly killed. Again, that's from the Palestinian health authorities. Right. Uh, Which would be the equivalent of 200,000 American children killed in the span of three weeks. I mean, we, t we sometimes kind of think, oh, 3,000, maybe that is a proportional number for what has happened. But to put it in perspective, as the PCRF, the, Pilgrim, the Palestinian Children's Relief Fund uh, founder told me this weekend on my show, that would be the equivalent of 216,000 American children killed 
in the span of three weeks. Eamon gets it perfectly right. When you take a look at the slaughter that is occurring in Gaza right now, there's, o- uh, there's, only one to be, there's only one to be blamed here. There are many options that uh, the IDF has, Israeli government has. What they have chosen is revenge and uh, more than likely uh, a method of taking even more territory as opposed to saying these people who inflicted evil, uh, who came and murdered our citizens, let's hunt them down and let's find them and let's annihilate them, liquidate them. That is how you do this. You don't kill a lot of innocent people to get one person. But then again, they, they learned the wrong lessons from the way we go about our own wars of defense, both in Iraq, where innocent people got killed, in Afghanistan, where innocent people got killed, and again, in my own country of birth, Panama, where to get one man, one man, Manuel Antonio Noriega, several thousand Panamanians had to die for doing absolutely nothing just because America found it expedient to get Noriega in that form. A lot of dead Palestinians just because the IDF decided that that's a preferable way for them to get it. To hell with the other lives. To hell with humanity. Let's, we can do better. And maybe one asks, why do we keep talking about this? As we sit down in the comfort of our homes, as we sit back and drink our coffee and watch our kids go to school or watch our kids grow, put yourself in Gaza right now. There are a lot of criminals around us. We don't do what's known as collective punishment. We don't go ahead and just kill for the sake of killing indiscriminately. That's what's occurring in Gaza. Let's use our eyes. Let's use our eyes. Let's think, let's use our own morality and ask if we would do this. Is Israel, uh, the IDF under Israel wrong for doing this? Yes. Was Bush wrong in killing thousands of Panamanians to get Noriega? Yes. Was Bush wrong for invading Iraq uh, and killing hundreds of thousands of people? To get uh, uh, to go ahead and get Saddam Hussein. Yes, we're wrong. Until we get out of this mentality, this will continue, and the violence will continue, and the defense industrial complex will continue to profit on the blood of many. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us, please join. Uh, Bridge, I love what you said at the end. You said 
Israel just wants the Palestine people out. And you must have been reading my mind. Because, and by the way, Rula Mitchell Tree, thank you so kindly for being here. She says, I have followed uh, Ayman Mohiol Ding for years. Great journalist. Yes, he's a great journalist. And you know what's the good thing about it? He's young. He's young. I want you to check this out. Uh, and this one is for Bridge. Uh, I'm going to put it on the screen right now. And the title of this piece from uh, Common Dream says the following. Israeli MP says it's clearly for world to hear. Erase all of Gaza from the face of the earth. Before I start all of these statements, I like to make sure to point out, and I do this under direction, and uh, I shouldn't say under direction, under advice of my, um, you know, my adv- I, call, I call him my Jewish advisor because he makes sure that he knows where my heart is and he makes sure that I say things appropriately. In other words, so that it, there's no two ways of spinning it, right? Because that's a danger right now when we start to get into this issue. As soon as you go against the policies of Netanyahu, the Netanyahu people tr- throw their right-wingers out there to try to make it seem like you're anti-Semitic, which the truth of the matter is m- most of us in our circle are not. Are there a lot of anti-Semites out there? Yeah, ironically, it's the people that are complaining that are many times the anti-Semites. But anyway, here's what happens now. It says, an Israeli lawmaker from the ruling right-wing Likud party on Wednesday offered fresh evidence that the Israeli government's aim in its bombardment of Gaza is a genocidal effort to kill or forcibly remove the more than 2 million Palestinians living there, declaring Gaza should be erased. Stop. Let me stop reading that for a second. As soon as I saw the bombing methodology, that's the first thing that I said. It is clear that you want to decimate all these areas because the world community is unlikely to invest in rebuilding all that damage. And if the world community is is not going to invest in that rebuilding, What's next to happen? Next to happen is the people leave the land, leave the land barren. And guess what? It's unoccupied now. And what do you think happened? Israel doesn't have to rewrite its borders because its borders already, that's occupied territory. So the borders don't have to be replaced or put together again. So you, you decimate it, you carpet bomb it, you put, you blow up everything. People can't live there anymore. And that's the goal. And if you doubt it now, listen to our right-wingers from the, the, from the, uh, the government from Netanyahu. With the support of the United States and other Western countries, Israel has aimed since October 7, when Hamas launched a surprise attack on southern Israel, killing as many as 1,400 people and taking more than 200 hostages, that its bombardment of Gaza is necessary to destroy the armed group, even though the IDF has repeatedly struck civilian targets and killed nearly 9,000 Palestinians so far, including over 3,500 children. After screening a 45-minute montage of footage taken by Hamas fighters, body cameras during the October 7 attack, Knesset member and former public diplomacy minister Galit Distal Arbarian 
posted on Facebook that Israeli officials must invest all their energy in one thing, erasing all of Gaza from the face of the earth, that the brave monsters will fly the southern fence and enter Egyptian territory, Abrarian continued, an apparent reference to Israel's reported plan to permanently expel Palestinians who survived the assault to Egypt's Sinai Peninsula, imposing a second Nakba, look up the word Nakba, you'll understand, Nakba on the population or let them die. Gaza needs to be wiped out. That's what this official PM said. All right. Revengeful and vicious IDF is required here. She continued, anything less than that is immoral. What has happened to people's morality? What has happened? Arbarians post significant here, she continued, any uh, 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 sick, genocidal intent clearly expressed, said author and former Irish, uh, Irish uh, editor Frank Modell. I, when I read these things, I find it ironic that we now live in a time when people feel they can say these things out loud. Donald Trump has really changed the nature of politics. Because the things that folks would say behind closed doors are the things they have no problem saying in wide open spaces. Writer and organizer Fiona Edwards noted that despite public comments like arbitrance, the U.S. and Western government continued insist Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. Okay. I want you to sit on that. Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East. That statement allow, alone erases all the people in Gaza, all the people in the West Bank, all the Palestinians that are Israeli citizens that are Muslim, all of them are eliminated because there are laws specifically against the rights of those people. They've redefined democracy. It is democracy for some. Folks, critical thinking is important. And I hope more people start doing that. I got to get out of here because it's at 3.59. So before I get out of here, I want to ask all of you who have the wherewithal to do so to please support our program. We cannot do this without you. And how can you do that? Please go to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Politicsdoneright.com slash support. And I'm going to put the link in the feed right now, politicsdoneright.com slash support to support the program. Uh, you can find many different ways to support the program there. Alternatively, you can please support us by subscribing, becoming a paid subscriber to our newsletter. And that is at politicsdoneright.com slash newsletter. And it seems, in fact, that our rebrander on Facebook is not working, as Bri says, because I got an X when I try to post this politicsandright.com slash newsletter is the way to support us on Facebook. And I'm going to put that in the feed right now, politicsandright.com, directly into the feed, politicsandright.com slash Facebook is the way to support us 
on Facebook. So folks, please, we simply cannot do this without you. We simply cannot do this without you. I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.